Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports of the Legend. Along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew, I'm of course William Ramo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, man. How's it going? Hey, I'm doing okay, man. Glad to have you on the show, as always. Thanks for having me, as usual. And I'm also happy to have all of you, ladies and gentlemen, checking out this episode of uh, Sports of the Legend. So. On today's show, um, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the WWE releases, most notably Rusev, Zack Ryder, Kurt Hawkins, Leo Rush, you know, Kurt Angle, you know, a lot of big names were released. We'll, We'll dive into that and where they might, you know, end up. We're also going to talk about uh, the WNBA with uh, with the um, the Liberty making some big moves in the draft. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about um, AEW, a little recap of what was going on with them as well. And um, you know, also talk about the current state of, uh, you know, sports as a result of this quarantine. Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. <laughs> but um, you know, of course, uh, most importantly, um, if you feel like you want to get something off your chest and you know, let your voice be heard, feel free to call in five six three nine 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 three five two nine. That's five six three nine 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 three five two nine. So feel free to um talk about any of these topics and more we'd love to hear from you but uh before we tackle all of these uh you know these news yeah the yeah you know one thing we definitely have to talk about and um as you all know legendary uh you know ring announcer Howard Finkel he passed away a few days ago at the age of um, 69, and um, I know you, Mac, you're you're a huge WWE fan, you know, going back to the, like, what, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. I've been a fan of, you know, WWE and wrestling for, like, what, 20 years or so, maybe a little over that. But um, one thing that has been, you know, synonymous with, the heyday of WWE is hearing Howard Finkel voice, you know, uh, announcing, you know, the the challengers, the champion, and of course, even more famously, the new champion. And, um, you know, to me, pound for pound, you know, WWE has had some great announcers, Tony Chimmel, um, Lillian and Garcia, to name a few, but, you know, Howard Howard Fink, Finkel, man, he's the goat of of um, wrestling announcer. 
wrestling announcers, man. So yeah. he's definitely gonna be missed. Uh, I think he was, he's a fellow Mets fan like myself, so you know, props to the man as well for that. But you know, he'll he'll greatly be missed. And you know, every time you're watching a match, iconic match, whether it's Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan, or you know, um, Shawn Michaels versus Bret Hart, WrestleMania 12. You know, to name a few. Man, the, the the voice, man, that iconic voice when you when you when you hit when you when you see that first time, you know, a fan favorite or someone winning the title for the first time, you know, you always hear that. There's your winner and the WWF champion. I mean that that just gives you chills, man. Cause it just brings back all the memories, the awesome memories of that guy, man. Just oh yeah, bring pouring out his heart and soul to the company, making WWE the way it is, man. And then you you combine it with the awesome announcers that they had through the past, you know, Jr. You know, Gorilla Monsoon, the King, all those people. Uh, even Vince McMahon in the in the early nineties, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. just added to the mystique and awe of WWE of how it used to be. Like for the most part, you know, the cream rises to the top. You know, there's not wasn't really that much of a backstage politics. You know, for the most part, there were a few guys you could always say, okay, this guy should have got the title. You know. But for the most part, the guys where they put the title on, you always you could always see like, okay, this guy, you know, he earned it, he deserved it. But that, but you know, Howard Finkel was a huge part of that. You know, he, well, he he gives that announcement, man. It's official. Oh yeah. And um, you know, there'll never be another guy like him. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, we have a let's play a tribute to Howard Finkel. You know, some yeah. of his greatest announce. The greatest announcements. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, the winner of this contest and new intercontinental champion, Ricky the Dragon
the winner of this contest. The man right there, the man, you know, the man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, you know, there'll never be man. another one. Yeah, man. Every time you know the Rock won a title, man, you know, and that guy announced it. It's like, boom, that's it. You know, and there then, was um, one time yeah. I met this girl. <laughs> 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 one time I met this girl that had a kid, and the baby daddy wasn't there. So I, you know, okay, I, maybe I don't know where this story is going, but maybe you should. <laughs> well, I banged, but, I ended up banging the girl, and then after that, I was like, oh no, baby, that. <laughs> <laughs> but back to what story. <laughs> back to what I was saying. Um, I lost my train of thought. Yeah, the the only time, uh, you know, me and him, I mean, me and you. We're in the um, arena to hit, see him, you know, announce a match I could think of was when he um, he returned to WWE um, to MSG and he announced that um, that he's the, you know, he, he was um, CM Punk's, um, you know, special guest ring announcer because he was battling against Alberto Del Rio for the title. And, uh, of course, you remember that was Alberto Del Rio um, in his, in his prime, you know, push-wise with the WWE when he had Ricardo Rodriguez, um, and, you know, announcing his matches, and he, he came on those fancy cars at that time. Of course, that night, um, Survivor, the Survivor Series, it might have been 2011 or 2012, around those times, um, he, um, CM Punk won the title, and that started his epic run, which you know, he he held on to the title for like, what, 434 days before the aforementioned people's champion, The Rock, defeated him and ended that streak. So, yeah, that was that could have been the last time he was in WWE, too. Yeah, you know, I for, think so. For, for all I know. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the, the guy, he's, you know, he's always going to be missed. Yeah. He's passed away at 69 of a stroke. Rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace indeed. But um, you know, we're gonna get back to yeah, I, I guess we can uh um dive into um, you know, the, what what's going on in WWE. Um, let me see, I'm trying to think what happened. Oh yeah, the new day. They they won the tag team titles. You yeah, know. I was, I was kind of surprised. I I, I thought uh you know um Usos would win it or the Miz and Morrison would have retained it, but yeah. Hey, now the new they have uh, t- they've tied a record with um who they tied a record with, I think. I forget. Um I know they won one away from tying the Dudley Boys for the all-time all-time um title. Oh, hey, that's it. Cuz they won 
because the Dudley Boys had nine. And if you remember when they came back, the Dudley Boys came back a few years ago. You know, they the WWE never they ne- the WWE never put a title on them and never, you know, excuse me, they never seriously used them. Right. Like you know, they were they when they first the Dudley Boys first returned, they were feuding with with um uh you know Enzo and uh and um Big Kaz. But then you know they they just used them as jobbers, you know, Bubba right. and Devon, which I mean, you know that wasn't right, man. They should at least let those guys win the title one time, and you know, and then let them guys put the guy over, not just make them keep losing every single match, pro, pro, you know. But you know that's what WWE did, man. So yeah, I was shocked. Uh, New Day. One, I mean, obviously, I'm always rooting for New Day, but yeah, I was pleasantly surprised to see Biggie pull it off, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I guess no pun intended because the Miz was putting, um, uh, I think it was Jimmy who said, or was it Jay? I can't remember which one, which 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 is which. I think but, uh, I think that's what it is. I think they tied Edge and Christian. Oh, that's for, po- you know that's possible. Yeah. That is yeah. possible. Because Edge, Edge and Christian won a lot. Yeah. Seven. They want to. They want at least seven. Yeah, for sure together. But you know, of course, Edge and Christian. Edge and Christian, I think, would win titles separately. But you know, Edge would win with Randy Orton, as they you know talked about in their feud at WrestleMania that they when they were rated RKO, they did win the title together. Um, Christian, I think he he might have won a title with Jericho. I think. It's funny got- that. Um... You know, all, all three of those tag teams that participate in TLC, they all hold the most reigns. Uh, Dudley Boys have eight, and followed by Edge Christian seven, and then Hardy Boys are six. Yeah, man, those te- those tag teams were 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 very popular, man. And oh you know, yeah, that's what that's why they had the TLC match because everybody had the, brought their own their own element to that oh, yeah. ma- that epic match. You know, tables is of course the Dudley Boys, Dudley Boys yep. signature weapon. Yep. Then you got the 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 um Edge and Christian with the chair. The ladders. No, the Edge concerto. and Christian with the well, no. no, the Hardy Boys with the ladders. Yeah. yeah. Hardy Boys with the ladders. You know. And Edge Christian with the chairs. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, highlighted with the concerto, dual chair shot. Right. That they used to do to their opponent, which basically Edge, you know, had that call back to Randy Orton. When Randy, you know, when he took out Randy Orton in that last man standing match, right, right. But um, yeah, those those are the all time great tag team tag teams, you know, of all time. Especially during the Attitude Era. Mhm. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, congratulations to them. I, I didn't think uh, they were gonna they were gonna put the title on them again this this quick. But hey, I'm glad they did. Yeah, I mean, New Day's proving to be one of the all-time great tag teams. Mm-hmm. And Biggie did all by himself, which some people are thinking this might tease uh, a heel turn by him. You know, since he didn't need he didn't need them to win the title, you know, he might he might turn on them and go on a singles run, which might hope if that's the case, hopefully lead to a championship ring. Yeah, I think New Day's gonna eventually break the record soon. Of most tag mm-hmm. team championship reigns, I think they'll yeah. probably get, end up getting ten. Yeah, I think so. I definitely think so. 
and um, yeah, ended Miz and Morrison's reign. You know, short but um, you know, meaningful reign. You know, they yeah. they got the title back first time in like about a decade, and then of course they uh, defended their titles in Elimination Chamber and WrestleMania. So, yep, good run by them, even though it was a short run for a few months. Yeah. But yeah, now Usos are gonna try to regroup. But um yeah, we I guess before we get to the oh yeah, of course you know Bray Wyatt is is um is challenging uh um Braun Strowman as, and he's gonna do it as his regular self, not the the fiend version which I expected. Um, so yeah, that's a the 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 feud might be t- it might be a little rushed, but it's a matchup I always wanted to see. But I thought this sh- this should have been like a WrestleMania slash SummerSlam type of matchup. So I don't know if they're gonna just have these guys keep fighting each other for months, but I guess we'll see. And and then of course you know um, Bray Wyatt. Um, um Braun Strowman with his uh, old school mask, black sheep mask that he wore when he was a member of the Wyatt family. Yeah, you know, I called this, you know, like after Braun Strowman beat Goldberg, I said, if Braun Strowman, if Wyatt wins his match against Cena, then we're going to see, we're going to see a Strowman and a Wyatt matchup down the road. And here yep. it is. Yeah, we thought we'd been down the road, not across the street. Yeah. But, yeah, it's happening already. I mean, I didn't want this match to happen until, you know. SummerSlam? Yeah, until SummerSlam when there's actually a possibility Braun Strowman's going to lose the title. Yeah. Braun Strowman lose as much as I, I want to see Wyatt win the title back, but Braun Strowman, he needs the title more than Wyatt because you're trying to build up that 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 um that new star. Right. You know what I'm saying? Even though it was by accident because they wanted Roman Reigns to um, compete at WrestleMania, but you know because he he didn't want to compete because he didn't want to endanger his uh, his pregnant wife and his um, I think he has an older person in his house too. Not to mention he's battled leukemia uh, twice and and conquered it. He doesn't want he didn't want to risk his health, and as a result. You know, Braun Strowman took his spot, and but I don't know if you heard this. There's reports that he might have heat on him with WWE, because WWE specifically told the announcer not to mention um, Roman Reigns. Oh yeah, I saw that article you sent me. Yeah. So I don't. I didn't get to read it, but I saw that. So I mean, what's your thoughts? Do you think he really has heat? Or do you think I mean, that'd not... be stupid, uh, like for for to have heat just because you're trying to be cautious <laughs> of 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 being affected. I mean, come on, WWE has to be smart here. They can't be dumb, and uh, you gotta like you you gotta be against the guy because he decided not to partake in something that put him at risk of of contracting this coronavirus that's out there. I mean, come on. Yeah, when you talk, you're talking about stupid moves. We're gonna get into that with the whole Rusev and 
cutting, you know, some of these people. You know, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that momentarily. But yeah, it's yeah, man. You can't fault the guy. I mean, I mean, the guy. He was sick. He was just recently sick. You know. Yeah, he, he had leukemia. I know. Like, come on. You got. You got. You got to. Got to put things in perspective. I, I don't know what, how Vince McMahon can feel slighted. Like, oh, you should have just stuffed that out there. Okay? I mean, like, come on. <laughs> like, come on. The dude, the dude don't want to endanger his life, family, sick. Like, come on. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I mean, the only way this would logically make sense to me that he that they don't want to mention his name is that they want to uh, make the fans forget about him. So when he pops up and they, he sh- shocks everybody, there's a, a shock return. That's the only way it would make sense for me to, for them to not mention his name. But that would be more so for something that's imminent, like a return that's, you know, I don't know when he's coming back. Right. And maybe he's upset about that because he, he feels he should have came back already because, WWE is like the only WWE, you know, wrestling is the only thing that's sporting event that's going on during this pandemic. You know, so I mean, to me, it's it's ridiculous. You know, yeah. I hope. I mean, I hope the rumors is is not true, but in WWE, who knows, man? It's all about climbing the corporate ladder. And speaking of corporate ladder. The Money in the Bank match, ladder match, is apparently going to be on, not going to be in the Performance Center. It's going to be on top of the um, their um, their headquarters, <laughs> so, which makes no sense. So, what happens if they dive off the, the 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 um the ladder and crash through the floor of the the the, <laughs> the ceiling of the place? I mean that. That makes was, no sense. That's, that's insane. Or did they fall, fall off the fall off the, the roof? <laughs> I don't think they're gonna be lucky like Mick Foley landing on the chair on the um the table. And even that he could have died. I mean, even yeah. though it was choreographed, but I mean that's insane. Like climbing on top of a roof of a building, like that's crazy. I mean that's that's insane. That's crazy. That, that's that's crazy. I mean, the people who made the building, I'm I'm pretty sure they never thought of putting a, a ring and a and a ladder up there. Like, I mean, what the, what the hell are they thinking? <laughs> <laughs> that don't make no sense. <laughs> that is crazy. I mean, it's innovative if you want to look at it in that way, but I mean, it's. It's not something I would I would have done or even thought of doing to my employees. That's insane. That's insane, man. I don't know which one's more insane. Having a, you know, a, a arena and a ladder match on top of a building or having MVP return, man. That's a shock <laughs> return. He's, you know, he's, he's going to compete this match. I think he's going to fight against – well, actually, he's going to fight against Apollo Crews to qualify, which – Unfortunately, it means he'll lose the match, but that'd be cool if he if he competed. You know, he he fought for a chance for uh, you know, winning uh, the elusive championship, even though he's technically retired. 
Yeah, well, I thought, uh, we thought uh, his, 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 that match against Rey Mysterio was his last match. Yeah, and then he, he lost to a, one a three when Rey Mysterio did a one uh one six spine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the six one spine on him. Six one spine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it'll be good to see him wrestle again. Yeah, uh, well, at least for Monday night because he's trying yeah. to fight against I think Apollo Cruz to qualify, but. Right. Knowing WWE, he's most likely going to lose that match, you know. And then they're not even going to do anything with Apollo Crews anyway. You know, Apollo Crews, Cesaro, Cedric Alexander, and his tag team partner, Ricochet, you know, they're all in that guys that, you know, Vince McMahon, or Bobby Lashley too, guys who, you know, Vince was high on and then, you know, whatever reason he, you know, he gets sour on them, and then they're just jobbing for everybody. Let's just say they're on the opposite trajectory of um, Alistair Black, yeah. push wise. Right. But yeah, but yeah. Speaking of that, Ricochet and uh, Cedric Alexander is a good tag team. Yeah, they they've been doing well. They mesh well. One's black and one's supposedly black. <laughs> well, you know they. They well, they did lose to um a Viking Experience I think it was who they faced right uh on SmackDown no it was on, on Monday Raw? Night Raw Raw yeah yeah I think so yeah oh yeah 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 because they're gonna yeah because now now um a Viking Experience is the number one contenders against the Street Profits now I think about it yeah some good tag teams in WWE right now yeah but they they let some. They let them go uh, with the the revival. Revival finally got their release, which yep. is what they always wanted. But unfortunately, WWE man, they just they just brought out the axe like the like the Bludgeon the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, like a lot of big year. names. And uh, one of the Bludgeon Brothers, the last one, Eric Rowan, was unfortunately part of the chopping block that WWE was doing, which, I mean, was insane. You know, Kurt Angle, you know, he was working behind the scenes. Drake Maverick, you know, a guy who was, a, you know, a wrestler slash, um, um, you know, inter, you know, a manager with AOP at one point. Zack Ryder, fan, fan favorite with Kurt Hawkins. Uh, you know, um, OC members. Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows, the good brothers, they're, they're gone, which is surprising. Heath Slater, you know, the guy who's the only guy from 3MB to not be a, a world heavyweight champion. Eric Young, you know, a guy who, who's, who's won the title in uh, TNA. Um, Sarah Logan, whose last appearance with the company, I think, was on Raw. And she got her, she got her 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 her, her elbow stomped in, crying. I forgot who who did it to her. Was it Nia Jax? I think. I think it was Nia. Yeah, she her. That's how she ends her 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 um you know her tenure with the company. Um, Mike Yoda, in ring announcer. I mean, I rather a referee, I should say. Um, you know, Mike Canales. And Maria Canales, they're gone yeah. as well. EC3, you know, this is the second time he's gone with the company. You know, he he was Derek Bateman in one of the NXT 
NXT um, seasons, and then uh, you know he he left, went to um, Impact Wrestling, changed his name to EC3. You know, then you know he got popular. I think he even won the Impact title over there, and then came back to WWE. And shortly after he won, I mean after he, you know he, you know he showed up. Everybody thought he was gonna get this big push, and then he was just in these silly you know, segments, which pretty much showed the the, the writing was on the wall. Aiden English was another one. I mean, promising guy, you know, part of the um, villains in NXT and WWE. Then he had a resurgence when he joined Rusev as his um, tag team partner slash uh, ring announcer. Uh, You know, basically starting Rusev Day. Leo Rush, man, that guy yeah. was talented on the mic and in the ring. That that guy, man, how they let him go, I, I never know. Yeah, Primo I should, Epic, they should have never let him go with uh, split up him and Lashley. Yeah, man, absolutely. I'm with you on that. I co-signed that. Primo Epico, you know, they're related to um, Carlito. Those guys were talented, but WWE, you know, they never – they never used them right in a long time. Ever, ever the, the 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 nail on their coffin was years ago when they changed it to the Matadors for whatever reason. Oh yeah. And then they had gave them the horrible gimmick of um, you know, giving brochures to people. You know, promoting promoting their you know, you know their their country um Puerto Rico. Yeah, around those times when they just came up with those two. Late, lame gimmicks. I mean, you know, those guys can wrestle. You know, they got wrestling in their blood. You know, Carlos Colon, you know, um, was Carlito's, um, you know, brother. I think, um, which one was his brother? I think either Primo or Epico. I think one of them was his brother and the other one's his cousin. I can't remember which is which. And then, of course, the shock, you know, the shocking one of them all. I mean, with, I mean, with the, I mean, even with the addition of Kurt Angle, I mean, Kurt Angle wasn't wrestling anymore, but you thought they would have shown him a little bit more respect, you know, since he was working behind the scenes. Um, yeah, producer backstage. Yeah, Fit Finley. You know, he's been he's been working with the company ever since he he wrestled and retired, you know. And, you know, he was a, a huge proponent for the, you know, the, the Divas revolution, evolution. So yeah, he's a, he was a bit he's a big loss there. Um, but yeah, Rusev, man, how the heck you 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 release Rusev and Leo Rush? I mean, yeah, no way Jose got released too. I mean, WWE no never way. really used them. Jose, <laughs> no way, Jose. I mean, I mean, I was never a fan of his, but I mean, you know, the what what is he supposed to do? Like. That's the character they gave him, you know. No way, Jose was kind of like the um, off of the Adam um, Rose kind of character. Adam Rose and also um, Funk is on the realm. Yeah, the um, Brodus <laughs> Clay. Yeah, Clay, exactly. Yeah. All That's the same gimmicks. Exactly. Like, I, I did. I think he needs to get fired. Um, no way, Jose. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I was never a fan of his, so I'm not. You know, I'm not. Did he lose any tears? But I mean, that's the character they gave him. You know, he was yeah. living his dream. You know, whatever they tell him to do, he's gonna do it. So you know, I ain't mad at him. 
But yeah, there was a fan I, I heard um they were criticizing Byron Corbin and they were saying like why why didn't they fire him? <laughs> and Bar- and and the the dumbest thing that the fan did was that they they um they linked him to the you know, they put his name in the thing. So he was able to see. I forgot you know, he he put his name on the thing. So Baron Corbin was able to see what the guy, the fan said. So Baron Corbin, you know, was basically saying that the the, the fan was a horrible person to wish, you know, oh, someone wow. lose their job and not provide for their family. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But yeah, man, how do you let go of Rusev, man? I know, man. He's he's got. I like. I, I mean, the feud with him and last year was kind of getting tiring anyway, but. Whose fault is that? That's their fault. That's a that's a yeah. creative, you know. That's a creative fault. They should have given more of a push. Yeah, man. I mean, that dude should have been a champion. Him and Cesaro should have been champion. Lashley should have been a champion. Mm-hmm. You know, especially when Lashley first popped up. Well, I mean, when Lashley returned. Well, I mean, even when he first popped up back in the day, he could have been a champion too, instead of just being a two-time ECW champion. But yeah, man, they they ruined these guys, man. Like now, I'm, I'm worried about Cesaro, man. The the, the writing's on the wall, man. They they need to get the act together, or he's gonna leave. But yeah, Rusev, like Rusev and uh, Leo Rush, I mean, they got AEW written all over them, and and you could even put um, Zach Wright and Crow Hawkins on that on that um, level as well. Um, yeah, with Zack Ryder, I mean, it pretty much, Zack Ryder, his career hasn't been the same since yeah, Long Island IZ. Exactly, when he was internet champion. Yeah. And that was that was WWE's fault because he was he was over with the fans, and then he, you know he he created you know he wasn't going nowhere with the fan with the this was 2011 around that time around the same time we were talking about um. Uh, you know, Sam Punk winning that title over Alberto De Rio. Wow, was it that long? Damn. Yeah, like, it was like around that time, 2011 or so. 2011, 2012, maybe 2013, around those times. Like, WWE had, was, was, was down on him. So what did he do? He reinvented himself. He created the, inter, the, um, the Internet Championship. And, um, you know, he got popular. I think he even did like a YouTube channel or so. Twitter, got popular. Was unpopular as well. Yeah. So the fans, so the fans were behind him. You know, he fought in a match. They were, they were, they were chanting his name. Like even like when you go to the events, they were chanting for him. Yeah. When and he we was went so to over. one of the events, um, Ziggler, he had a few with Ziggler at the time. <laughs> you know, there's Ziggler's match. They were chanting for Zack Ryder to come. I out. know. And uh, it's like ridiculous. Like WWE always was saying like, oh. You know, the guy, you know, the guy, you know, the, they listen to the fans. You know, the fans want this person. They're going to put the per- – they're going to give the person a shot. Man, that was bull because that guy, he really – he really – he really – um he really um rose above the ceiling that they put for him. Yeah. You know? True. Fan, fan-wise. Very true. And they, you know, he had a few highlights in his career. You know, winning the Intercontinental Champion, winning the um, Tag Team Champion with Kurt Hawkins, snapping Kurt Hawkins' uh, uh, two hundred a two hundred match losing streak or so. It was like two years ago, two years ago WrestleMania or so. 
I think so, yep. Or was it last year? I can't remember it. But yeah, um so yeah, that's a that's a guy you could utilize as a mid carter. I mean he was a mid carter at one point, but they just dropped him off the, off the face of the earth. You know? But it's um, like WWE just loses interest in mm-hmm. giving a guy, you know, momentum. Exactly. Like, how do you let Rusev go? I mean, come on. Like, it it literally it literally doesn't compute. It's illogical. Like, come on. Like, how do you let this guy go? This guy, he he he's a he's a, he's great on the mic. He has the 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 size and the look that WWE is looking for, but yet they don't they never put the title on him. And then he, I mean, every every version of him, the the, the Bulgarian brute, should have had the title there. And then once he lost the Cena at, at WrestleMania, I think he was like the United States champion at that time. It, that was the end of him. I mean, it's a joke. I mean, it's a, it's a joke. And then Rusev Day was his resurgence, and then and then they killed it. Yeah, they they, they turned him heel. He was a he was a baby face. They turned him heel to kill to kill it, and then he turned back to a face again. And once they killed, and then, I mean like, it's a joke. I mean, that's the same thing they were doing with Cesaro. They're like, oh, you know, he don't he don't have the mic skills, but the fans were behind him. They had the Cesaro section and all that stuff. Yeah, I remember. Well, I mean, like, come on, man. It's like. The backstage politics, man. It's just, it's disgusting, man. Just give the give the the man or the woman the 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 chance. The fans kind of are... like um, remember Miz's um, um body double. Oh yeah, Damian Sandow. See, that's another Sandow. one. You know, he won the, the he won the Money in the Bank. He he was popular with his 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 original Damian Sandow gimmick. Yeah, you know. The, you know, like the genius gimmick, and then afterwards, then they did, then they try to bury him with the Miz, the Miz Dow thing, but he, he overcame that. Yeah, he was. Popular. And I was, and yeah. I was shine Miz doing Miz's yeah. gimmick. <laughs> and then they, they, they crush him, and in between that, before he switched to Miz Dow, he had the Money in the Bank winner. He had the Money in the Bank, you know. One he won it, and then he was gonna cash in. I think on Cena, and then he he became I think the first person to lose the lose the um lose the um what you call it the um you know the opportunity. I know Cena also lost it too when um I, I, Cena lost it. I forgot who Cena lost it to when when Big Show um attacked Cena to cost Cena the the the, the opportunity, but. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. At yeah, this rate, so many big names release, it's, it's, and some uh, I hear some wrestlers are also going to be on furlough, mm-hmm. on a hiatus. You know, so just to cut some costs right now during this pandemic. Man, it's, it's ridiculous, man. He spent all his money. Vince spent all his money on the XFL. Every twenty years, he keeps bringing the, the, that this. That the XFL back. I mean, I, I didn't watch this. I didn't watch this for years. This this version of it, or I should say, this millennium one, because it seemed like every 
20 years or another millennium, he keeps bringing them back or whatever, you know. But the first the first time it came, it was there, like, I think it was 2000 or 2001. It was good. It was really good. I mean, I, I didn't really watch this time, but, yeah. Wait, you said you you said was, you thought it was good. The 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 first <laughs> the first time when the, the XFL when like twenty years ago that that one wasn't bad. I, well, I don't know if it was good, but they had some good ideas. Yeah. You know, overhead shots, the nicknames. He hates um, me, all that stuff. Yeah. So, but the actual play, I don't know if the playmaker was you know up to par with the NFL, but no, nah, no, nah, I didn't say creative was, stuff. You know? I didn't say it was NFL. I didn't say it was NFL material. I would say it, it, it was good because of the entertainment factor. I say this time around, it the uh, play on the field looked m- much better this time around for sure. But I mean, it's because of the circumstances right now with the pandemic, it couldn't survive, and they had to cut you know employees and just shut it shut it down. So it, they just got unlucky this time around. Probably could have. It probably had a chance for. Many more seasons if this uh, pandemic didn't happen. I mean, yeah, I, I mean that's 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 a fair that's a fair statement. This time, yeah, this year, because the pandemic, the pandemic pretty much washed everything out except for you know professional wrestling, basically. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's yeah, it is what it is, man. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else major that happened. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else major happened though to be other than that. Um, yeah, I guess I'll switch gifts to um, AEW. Um, I'm trying to think what happened. Uh, I still haven't watched AEW in a while. Yeah, I was trying to remember what happened in AEW now. Oh, I see, I was. I can't remember what, what I, I saw. There's something. Um, I mean, I, I know I saw they did like a Brady Bunch skit of, um, you know, the elite. No, not the elite, the inner circle. Oh, no, no, I, know, I remember why. I remember what I wanted to, what I was talking about. Um, uh, John Moxley, a.k.a., you know, Dean Ambrose, he successfully defended his title. The AEW World Title against uh, Jake Hager, which was formerly known as Jack Swagger, at the main, you know the main event of the match. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta start watching AEW. Yeah, I mean it, it's good. Where's that thing? What are you gonna say? No, I'm, I'm behind. I gotta watch it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's a guy. Um, wow, what's his name? Lance Archer. He used to he used to fight in WWE briefly as uh, Fans Archer, but apparently he went he he um he fought in uh, Japan, changed his style, and now Jake the Snake Roberts is his manager, and uh, you know he's been on a tear. Really? Wow. Uh, he's fought in a few matches. But um, and then of course, um, yeah, back, back to Jake Hager. Um, when he lost to um, to uh, what's his name? Uh, John Moxley. 
apparently that might have been his, his I think that might have been his first loss with AEW. Really? Wow. And he's part of the inner circle with Jericho and, you know, some other, you know, members on that on that team. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a good show. Yeah, I got to sure. start watching it. And um trying to remember. And NXT, I'm trying to remember what happened on NXT. Um, trying to think who. Um, I know Velveteen, you know, he's still trying to get that um that match with Adam Cole, who's who's now the, the longest reigning NXT champion of all time. Um uh, trying to remember what was the main event. Um I think it was um oh yeah, yeah, it was um what's his name? Matt Riddle came up with this guy, uh this British guy. His name was Thompson. And he, they, um, they, they retained the title against um, um, the undisputed uh, Rob Strong and um, um, I think Bobby Fish. Yeah, that, those those guys. So basically, they retained the title. Yeah, basically, undisputed era is like the NWO or the DX of the um, NXT. NXT basically. But um, yeah, I I can't remember what else what happened, but it wasn't a good, it wasn't a you know, a bad, uh, it was a good show as usual. But um, speaking of good, switching gears, man. Uh, the Liberty man, they're not playing. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, literally. Well, not, I mean, obviously nobody's playing, you know, because <laughs> pandemic. But I'm saying. But you know, but for real, man, like they're not they're not playing, man. They 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 made some moves. They got they had like a bunch of draft picks. Yeah, they got the top basketball prospect in the country. Yep. With the number one pick, man. I mean, shoot. I mean, this is yeah, man. Um, they they got um, what, I think her name was uh Stephanie um. I uh, I'm trying to know how you pronounce her name. It's um, what is it um? Iacona or something like that. I'm trying to know how they. Don't you? No, I'm talking about the girl, the the um, the um, the number one pick. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Her, her the last name is Don't you? No, it's with an I. What? Really? It was with, yeah, she's she's like on the Oregon Ducks. No, uh, her her name. Uh, let me see here. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, it's uh, an issue. I mean, yeah. Serena, I I Ines Inescu Inescu something like that. yeah. There you go. Inescu, right? Yeah, Serena Inescu. Yeah, like she, like yeah, man. She's like a first player in like like uh twenty years to like average fifteen points, eight rebounds, eight assists. She, she, excuse me. She's like the all-time triple double leader. Yeah, I she's mean, a great player. She reminds me kind of a like a Sue Bird type player, you know. Um, she she's gonna be really good for the Liberty. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a new face of the league right there. Yeah, I mean, and, and number one pick, man. This this could be 
you know, the Patrick Ewan for them, you know. Uh, hopefully they'll, you know, the, you know, she'll snap, you know, their championship list, you know what, you know, they're 0-4 in the, the NBA final, uh, WNBA finals, you know, so. I just wish that the Liberty could have kept Tina Charles because Tina Charles, yeah. you know, was the face of their franchise for the last several years. and They just traded her away. They just traded her away, yeah. I mean, it would have been great to see her and Sabrina together, you know? Mm-hmm. It would have been like the Stockton and Malone type duo. Yeah, that would, that would have been good. I'm assuming that's 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 probably what happened for them to get all these draft picks. Yeah. But um, yeah, congrats to them. Like they, yeah, they really got a star. Yeah, star in the making. Sure, the Knicks need to Knicks need to get, get lucky like that. And now, oh yeah, now now that now that the Liberty look like they're the best, this could potentially be the best team they assembled with, with young talent. Now, now Tony doesn't even want them. Now, now they're playing in the Barclays Center. Oh yeah. So now we finally have a team, a team that we, you know, we root for that that plays home games at the the um the Barclays Center. Barclays yeah. Center now. Yeah. The only home team we had, you know, in the Barclays Center was WWE. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah, good luck. Good luck with her and all the the rest of the, the you know, the, the team. Yeah. But um. Yeah, you have um, anything you'd like to say? Well, the great documentary airs tomorrow on ESPN, 10-part miniseries, The Last Dance, which follows the 1997 to 1998 Chicago Bulls and also focuses on Michael Jordan. Great documentary. I've seen the trailer for it. It should be good. And a lot of you kids out there who think LeBron James is the greatest player ever, after you finish watching this series, you're going to – you're gonna reconsider who the greatest player, greatest basketball player ever is. So check it out yeah. tomorrow night. Yeah, I hear you, man. You're the guy. Check out the the match, man. I mean, I mean this Jordan thing. I mean, uh, yeah, man. Jordan, he he is the best of all time, uh, and if he's not. He's he's in, he's on uh, he's in one hand. You could count him on one hand. Who's who's in the best of all time, and. Sorry, folks. LeBron James does not make my 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 top five. <laughs> I'm saying you gotta have you gotta have him. You gotta have guys who won champions championships. I mean, of course, LeBron won titles too, but you know, uh, you basically the big three. You know, I mean, he had he had some help. I mean, he was a, he was a big focal point of that. You know, I can't take that away from him. But to me, you gotta put Jordan. You gotta put you know. Bill Russell winning all those titles with the with the Celtics, um, Will Chamberlain dominating the league. Oh yeah. I mean, most notably, he scored a hundred points. I mean, this. I mean, that guy. He was. He was a monster, man. I mean, those those are the guys that, to me, are in that class. You know what I mean? Kobe Bryant we would even be in that more in the running than LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah, I mean Michael Jordan. He's arguably the greatest player I've ever seen. No doubt about that. Oh yeah, he I is agree the, with that. He is the blueprint of the modern player. No doubt about that. And yeah. I'm still. Should I should be. I, it's a miracle within itself that I'm not. 
I'm not in therapy for all the the horrible things he Jordan has done to the Knicks. <laughs> that the franchise still hasn't recovered. You know, that guy is the main reason. He should be arrested. Instead of getting <laughs> instead of getting a, a standing ovation every time he goes to the Garden, that guy should be arrested and hauled out of the arena like they did Charles Oakley. Because that guy <laughs> stole. That guy stole so many championships from the Knicks. And this is because of this guy. I never saw the Knicks win a title. The last time the Knicks won a championship, Sanford and Son was the hit show on TV. <laughs> All in the family, man. I'm telling you, man. This, this guy, I was even born. So me, you, and a lot of fans have never seen the Knicks won a title. And it's because of Pat, because of Patrick Ewing. You could blame Elijah one. You could blame blame Tim Duncan and, and and David Robinson. But the main guy you need to arrest. Put out an APB on this guy. Public enemy number one. This should be Michael Jordan. But hey, it doesn't it doesn't take away the fact that this guy is an all time great. You know? He he, uh, he prevented a lot of teams from winning championships. But he'll never get a standing ovation from me. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe after you finish watching this documentary series to recognize how great of a player he was. Oh, no, don't don't get me wrong. He's a great player. I saw it firsthand. Firsthand. He, he, he's an all-time great player. He's the greatest player I've ever seen, period. But I'll never, I will never give him a standing ovation. If I if I ever attend the Garden again, he'll never get a standing ovation. If he if he pops up, so that's just me. I don't chant MVP for people who who killed my teams, scored fifty five points on my team. <laughs> I'll leave it for Nick players who deserve it. But with that say, somebody who deserves it, some some uh, some you know. Time to speak, Mac. What would you like to say? Uh, well, yeah. Again, just check out that documentary uh, tomorrow, and come back here and uh, check out Sports of Legend next week at his usual time, Sundays, uh, Sundays, Saturdays at eleven. <laughs> I hear you, man. Um, you're you're the man. Come back next week, Sports of Legend every Saturdays at eleven. He's Macaulay Matthew. I'm Boy Malone. I'll see you guys next week. Peace.